Hello, Empower Nation. This is Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, and we are talking all things business, finance, and giving you action items that you can implement in your business today. My my guest today is Allison, and we're going to take more of a holistic approach to money and your mindset. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So Allison, I'd love to hear about your story, kind of your journey, how you got to where you're at today. Yeah. I started blogging in 2011 and that kind of propelled my undecided career into marketing. So I, I went to college without a direction and kind of decided that I wanted to do one thing. And then in my full-time job at college, I, um, I was an executive assistant. And as soon as I started a personal blog, they promoted me to website administrator, which was a big promotion because those days in 2011, a lot of sites were still made with CSS and you're like coding to build the site, which hardly anyone does these days. I mean, of course, people still code sites. I was very unqualified for the job. I stepped up to the task and figured out that marketing was something I really enjoyed and it involved enough creativity that I knew that I could stick with it for a long time. So I, my first full-time job that was really focused on marketing was all about local SEO, organic marketing. And we did a lot of event marketing, but we had some really great results. We took a real estate company from 200 to 300 deals a year. And it was a really competitive wholesaling market in Houston that we had. So we were able to really differentiate. And a lot of people got curious about what we were doing on the SEO front. And then my next job was also in real estate investing, but it was for a web-based service company. So kind of a membership um, volume-based company. So still very much in content marketing, still very much in real estate, but totally different game as far as our focuses for marketing. So like we were doing a lot of paid advertising, less organic, lots of partnerships, affiliates, joint ventures. And I got a lot of my technical knowledge from that role. And we were able to double that business in a year just by leveraging, um, Facebook marketing at the time. And that was another multi-million dollar company. When I worked for that company, I noticed that a lot of the really successful real estate investors, they made a lot of money in real estate. And that's everyone says, you know, rich dad, poor dad, there's all these books about building generational wealth and it's all real estate and real estate investing. But what I noticed about a lot of these guys is that when they were in the game long enough, they started selling education Hmm. or coaching. Like, isn't that interesting? Like if they had everything they wanted to have, why go that route? And that's when I became interested in coaching and mentoring because I was really good at marketing by that time. And as soon as I started going down this rabbit hole, of course, I got targeted by a million Facebook ads and I ended up hiring a coach and buying courses. And it gave me so much confidence because so much of the online courses that I bought were hot garbage. (laughs) I was like, I can't believe like I saw this ad and I bought this thing. I can't navigate it at all. The user experience is terrible. There's no information. And I thought, wow. So the things that I know are needed in a, in a digestible way. And I started selling um, marketing coaching to real estate agents fast forward. And I was spending a lot of money on ads, terrible at sales. I went back to my personal blog that I started in 2011. And again, long story short, figured that out started growing passive income with that and then pivoted my coaching to women on my entrepreneur specifically. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, I wonder if I bought any of your stuff back in the day, cause I come from a real estate background <laughs> as well. So I'll have to go Probably back. and. Like that. <laughs> I was small time, small, small beans. 
You, you never know. You never know. So um, talking about money mindset, I think, you know, there, there's a lot of us that have um, beliefs that came from a very early age and sometimes overcoming those can be difficult. So I like your approach where it, it definitely comes from more of a holistic um, background and thinking about that mindset and the fact that you were a student first and then kind of realized what was going to work for you and reaching out to women because we do think differently. So talk about how you have approached that um, from a, a female perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you'll hear in the story is it's all masculine. My, my whole story and my whole background is like forcing my way into marketing, working mostly with men and being like, I'm going to do this. And then what I noticed, especially working more for myself, I was hitting these walls of like, what else is there to learn in marketing? And I'd buy another mastermind, buy another course. 2019 was the first year I realized that mindset was my next blocker to getting above a certain income. It was all about self-belief and mindset. And I finally bought a program that helped me believe that. And then fast forward a few months, it didn't take long to realize that mindset was not it either. Mindset had a lot of limitations and I still kept getting stuck in what I refer to as my anxiety cyclone. I would manifest a little bit, have a little bit of success and just panic that the other shoe was dropping. And then it would <laughs> over and over again. And so what I realized through my own journey is that the mindset is the first step. The action is really important. And for me, the nervous system flexibility was like the one of the biggest breakthroughs I had. Because in order to manifest what we want, we have to be able to feel into it. And if you have chronic stress and a dysregulated nervous system, which not a lot of people talk about in manifesting and law of attraction, it's really hard to feel good. So that was a huge um barrier for me to, that I had to overcome to be able to create my reality intentionally more consistently was just regulating my nervous system and my emotions. And then that allowed me to have the courage to finally lean into the feminine intuition instead of hundred percent masculine action. Yeah. And I like that too, because oftentimes we'll set a goal and we'll say, you know, I want to make six figures and we make six figures, but then we're still scared. Like we're going to lose it all or you know, we don't, we're not validating ourselves. So, you know, talk about that because I think you hit like a, a nerve with me there when you said like, you know, you made that money and then you get to that point, but there, there obviously is still something in that mindset that I didn't fix on the way because it wasn't making the six figures that was going to make me happy. Yes. Oh my gosh. And this is, this resonates with a lot of people. And I went through this too. If you are stressed about money, and then you make a lot of money and then you're still stressed about money. It was never about the money. Mm. And so what you have to do is think about what is that trigger? So this is where somatics, the word soma refers to the body. So when we talk about somatic healing, somatic coaching, we're using emotions to tap into the body to find root causes and triggers of the emotion. So in my case, I made a lot of money, still stressed about money. So now instead of avoiding the triggers, when I finally was able to lean into a trigger, I realized I tap into the body and I feel where the anxiety is for me. It's usually in my upper chest is like the spiky sensation. And then I let myself feel that knowing that I'm safe. And then I ask that what it needs. And mm -hmm. in my case, what it needed, two things. One is safety. And then the other one was I was having this need met by the financial ups and downs that was like um, adventure, but also reassurance. Like I wasn't able to give myself reassurance. So I would kind of put myself in crisis mode 
So I would feel justified asking for reassurance from others. So if you figure out what the actual need is, like that part of you, it it's a part of you that has a job. And so if you're going to take away the job that it has, you have to give it a new job. And what I learned was to resource my own safety. So if I could feel safe in my body first, then I felt safe with or without money, which made it a lot easier to make money consistently. Because then when I made a lot of money, I felt safe having it. And when I had a gap between what I needed and what I made, I felt safe knowing it would come. Okay. So first feel safe before I set the goal. And then when I set the goal, maybe think about like, what does that mean to me making six figures so that I can feel that emotion? Does that mean that I I feel like I might have, you know, the ability to go on vacation or, you know, I see the guitars in the background. Maybe I want to learn how to play a musical instrument, you know, having that feeling behind the goal so that when I get there, it's not just about the money, but what is that going to provide to me? Does that, yes. is that more? You okay. want to resource the, the need that is like showing up in your nervous system. So it could be safety. It could be reassurance. It could be to be heard, to be seen. There's all these other emotional needs we can have, um, or even physical needs, but if you can resource the need and have that met regardless, like, and it, it may not always be met. It's hard right at first. Right. So for you and me, we've been like doing this for a while. We're not probably stressed about like paying the mortgage at this point. Right. So this is a challenge for us, but it's way harder when you have a practical lack of safety. And so then when I tell my clients is like, the, if you, if you're not able to pay the bills, first of all, you may not be needing to hire a high ticket coach right now, but if you're not able to pay the bills, we may have to work on like, what's the easiest, lowest hanging fruit way to make money right now so that you can actually be practically safe and then we can find safety in the nervous system, but it may not be safety for you. But mm -hmm. if you can resource what you need, whatever that need is, then the, the pressure is taken off of the other things and you have to be able to relax in order to be able to receive. Yeah. And then like for some people too, it could be that they just want to create more income so that they can enjoy life more too. So yeah. I really like, you know, that approach because I, I don't want to be one of those people that are working seven days a week all day long, that that's just not in my passion. I want to be able to create an income and a lifestyle, but also enjoy life as well. Right. Yeah. 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 As your income grows, your self-care should grow. And so often we do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I do find that as very, very true. Okay. So um, the audience is mostly female entrepreneur business owners. If you could give them one tip or one takeaway to kind of put into action, what would you recommend for them? I think the easiest, simplest thing to do is just create a routine around practicing feeling. It sounds goofy, but in your morning mindset routine, when you're journaling, like taking time to think about what you want and what it feels like to have it, which I think most of us have heard that before. But the thing that people don't do very often is sit with the feeling of the discomfort. Hmm. And this could be like discomfort on money and what we're talking about, or it could be the discomfort around, I'm going to the kitchen to have a snack. I'm not really hungry. What's really here? So this can apply to a lot of different things or it can apply to physical pain too. But if we can learn to just sit with the feeling and to get curious about it, we create this new level of mindfulness. And this kind of embodiment and awareness is what will lead you to aligned manifesting. Because a lot of times we don't really know, we think we know what we want, but it's probably projected onto us from the world or our parents or our coaches or whatever. So learning to feel and feel more deeply. I love Samantha Skelly, who's a former mentor of mine. And she says, 
if you want to feel better, you have to be a better feeler. Hmm. If we can practice feeling it all, then we can have it all. And being okay with that discomfort feeling, because oftentimes we'll want to avoid that feeling of discomfort and look for the feeling of, you know, being happy or positive and not moving through that discomfort so that we can heal from it and get to whatever greatness is on the other side. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So Allison, I have a fun question for you as we head towards the end of the podcast here. If you had a super talent or a super power, why would you choose that? I would want to fly. Gotcha. And, and as like a bird or as a, like as a bird in the sky. Yeah. I think when I swim, I almost feel like this like freedom and I just want to be able to have had so many dreams as probably lots of listeners have of like just walking along the street all of a sudden my feet can come off the ground that I can go up into the trees and just be away from everything and enjoy nature and the sky. And I would, I would love to just fly. Awesome. Awesome. I think that would be kind of fun too. So I appreciate your time today, Allison. If our audience wants to reach out to you and has more questions, what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah. Easiest thing is my website. It's allisonreeves.co. C-O. I've got a page on there that's allisonreeves.co slash everything, uh, which has everything that I do on it. All my free offers, paid offers, multiple niches. So it's a great place to just see everything I do. Awesome. Awesome. So the audience can go out and get some free offers too. Always love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time today. That concludes another episode of Empower Her Money. I am your host, Angela Duncan. I hope you had a valuable listening opportunity today. Allison gave us some great tips that you can take away, bring into your life, both personal and business, and it's up to you, but you've got to take the action.